Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome to the Scoop World Order. Hang on one second. I'm going to get the camera fixed real quick. We have some crazy news to report. The Dylan Rayola situation is going on. Um, absolutely nutty uh, weekend. We lost the number one quarterback in the country. Uh, but with that being said, I am not too concerned about it. I know a lot of people are bent uh, because losing a guy who is a franchise type guy is always uh, kind of rough. But you know, with Ryan Day at the helm, you have to remember, since 2012 with Braxton Miller at quarterback, we have had the first team all Big Ten quarterback every single year, 10 straight years. Like, that's the most unbelievable streak in Big Ten history, um, given you know, how good Michigan is and, and Penn State. And the fact that we've had a monopoly on that position, uh, it really keeps me at ease at quarterback. You know, Dylan Rilla, obviously... Um, his dad is a Nebraska legacy. He's one of the, probably the 50 or 25 best players in Nebraska history, a major award winner, all century team guy. His uncle is there. I think a lot of things change with Matt roll coming in. Um, and also, you know, again, there, there's just something went wrong, something, you know, on, on Ohio state's end or on Dylan's end switched. And, uh, you know, we have plenty of time to get things fixed. And with the transfer portal, honest to God, it really doesn't matter at this point because if we don't have a quarterback room we like, guess what? We'll go get a guy like Justin Fields like we did when we didn't like the Tate Martell situation. So, again, guys, rest easy. We'll be okay. That being said, as always, we appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much for all that you guys do. Uh, we appreciate your support of the channel. The channel has been fantastic. Um, so thank you, guys. We are growing like crazy, so we thank you. With that being said, I'm going to bring in my good friend, TJ Downing, TJ, how are you doing tonight? Doing good, man. This segment, uh, TJ Downing, brought to you by Labatt Blue. So enjoy your night, guys. Uh, Sunday night, NFL. Browns got a victory yesterday on the uh, on the flex day in the NFL. And hey, I'm uh, you mentioned Justin Fields, man. I'm hoping he's all right. I saw him. He kind of tweaked his hamstring and ended up coming back into the game. But you know, it, again, no sweat. I mean, there's going to be plenty of recruits out there, plenty of guys to come through. So. This is just another bump in the road, and it, it happens. Yeah, for me, I I just I know Dylan Rayola is a guy that uh, a lot of people are looking forward to. Um, honestly, the thing about the Ohio State position right now at quarterback, with the way we're recruiting at wide receiver, we're going to sign Brandon Ennis and Carnell Tate this week. They're the two top receivers in the country. They are both five stars, 
really good friends, played together on South Florida Express. Uh, they're coming in. And then the following year, we're bringing in J.J. Smith, who's probably better than either of them. He is the number two player in the country, wide receiver, freak show, absolute monster. So, you know, whoever shows up as a freshman for Dylan is going to have some incredible guys to throw to. And the thing about the quarterback room is, as, as teams have seen, uh, things change fast. You know, Oklahoma had Caleb Williams last year as a freshman. He was fantastic. Lincoln Riley took off. Caleb went with him. So Caleb wins the highest minute. USC as a sophomore. So pretty good things choice. change. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, again, like as coaches move, as situations change, things can change at the drop of a hat. I think that when Scott Frost was at Nebraska, they weren't as appealing. I think, uh, you know, teams to watch for Dylan Arola, in my opinion, are the Nebraska Cornhuskers, the Georgia Bulldogs, <laughs> and uh, USC. But I, I just, I think with Malachi Nelson, who's the number one quarterback in the class of 2023, Dylan Rayola, um, you know, he wants to start as a freshman. He wants to be the man. You know, you got to look at the path of least, least resistance. Obviously, that looks like that would be Nebraska because they will, they will promise him the sun, the moon, and the stars. He will get a fortune in NIL there. Um, you know, Georgia is a school that he was really fond of. Uh, he was a big Georgia fan growing up. He used to wear a lot of Georgia gear, uh, so I'd look out for those guys. And, uh, you know, SC was a team that made a big impact on him. But, you know, again, they have a phenom coming in as a true freshman uh, he'll sit this year behind Caleb Williams, and then as a true sophomore, he'll be ready to take the reins. So again, with the quarterback deal, there's only one that plays. So you got to look at how things line up. And the three reasons I don't really care about losing Dylan Rayola is because, for one, I think Devin Brown's really good. You know, between Devin Brown, Kyle McCord, um, you know, the kid that we're going to sign out of South Dakota, we're going to have a guy. One of those guys will end up being good. And if they're not good, then guess what? Ryan Dale will go in the transfer portal and get somebody who's good. Because, you know, when you look around and you look at the situation Ohio State's in, they play in the Big Ten. So you're going to have better players than everybody you play, except Michigan, who have equal talent. You're going to have the best receiving room in the country over the next three to four years with uh, NSA. state. I mean, next year, you've got Marvin coming back in a Mecca, probably the top two receivers in the country. And then following that, you're going to have NSA. state then you're going to bring in J.J. Smith. I mean, it's an unbelievable, talented group, a very strong group, a very hardworking group. Um, and you can go after guys in the portal. I mean, there was rumors that we went after Drake May in the portal. I mean, that was something that I've heard. I don't want to go there. But, I mean, that kid's probably going to be the first pick in the draft next year. Uh, he's at North Carolina. That might have shook some situations up. I mean, we don't know. But, again, Ryan Day – uh, went after Malik Willis when he was in the portal. Um, he's ultra aggressive at improving his quarterback room because he needs to have one lead dog. He needs a Justin Fields, a Dwayne Haskins, a CJ Stroud, a first round pick. He needs and a if, Quinn Ewers, man. You know, I got my burn orange on for Quinn Ewers. Well, I mean, Quinn, again, and, and Quinn, Quinn's a guy that, like, you know, if he would have stayed here, he would have sat for two years, maybe started next year, but instead he moved to Texas, started this year. You know, got his NFL stats up, balled out against Bama. You know, he he's been yeah, kind of up and he's overrated. Nah, I think he's actually really good. An NFL scout too. He'll probably end up being a first round pick next year. Him, Caleb Williams, it, bro, Drake I mean, May. You know, you know, you know a lot about offensive tackles, man. But when it comes to quarterbacks, I mean, come on now, man. Uh, listen, for me, 
Quinn Ewers is is the perfect thing to compare this to because if if Rayola is saying that he wants to come in here and start as a true freshman, we all know that that is way. I mean, it's 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 got to be out of the ordinary for something like that to happen. Thinking that you've got Kyle McCord sitting here coming back who has plenty of talent. Devin Brown is already on the roster. I mean, come on, to think that you're just going to come in. And I know that the situation with Quinn last year where he's saying, well, am I going to play uh, this year? Am I going to get any snaps because this NIL money and this and that and whatever check needs to be cashed and you have to play a certain amount of reps? That's understandable. But listen, a lot of freshmen are not ready to come in and start right away. I don't care you know, if you're the number one recruit in the country or not. I mean, what? Let's talk about Lincoln. You got Lincoln, who's uh, who's committed in in uh, coming in the following year. He's, he, I mean, I know he's only a three star guy, but you know, and for me, really, uh, Bear, you mentioned something, Kirk, and I loved your guys here uh, chiming in. We have a bunch of people watching us here on on the YouTube stream, but Barry McCockiner. So, <laughs> Barry McCockiner, a guy dropping some lines over here on the comment list, said that is is the hype with Kyle Rule is it, or, or with Matt Rule is that real? You know, because you're sitting here saying that because because they got rid of their coach and now they bring in this guy who's got some NFL experience that all of a sudden Raiola wants to think about Nebraska. Nebraska has been hot garbage as of recent. And I get it. NIL money, you throw that at them and it's a reason to go there. You got your 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 family that's on the coaching staff. That's a reason to go there. But, I mean, USC, Alabama, Ohio State, if you're going to decommit from Ohio State, why are you not looking at one of those other options? To me, uh, and now this would be great for Nebraska. Don't get me wrong. I mean, this puts them back in the game, but you got to put a whole lot of other pieces together because it's going to take way more than just the number one quarterback recruit in the country for Nebraska to be able to get out of the hole that they've dug themselves into. So, to me, I don't, you know, I don't buy into all this stuff that, you know, looking at Rayola's stats. I mean, this year, 22 touchdowns, five interceptions. I mean, I see better than that in Northeast Ohio. You know, I get it. I, you know, he's a talented player. There's the measurables that are there. You know, he's, what, what, what is he, about uh, 6'3", 220 pounds. He's thick. He's got a cannon. But, I mean, how, how much greater is the talent that he's going against down there in the Chandler, Arizona area compared to what, you know, some of these other guys have already seen? So, it's really hard to say, Kirk. You and I have both seen great All-Americans that have come into Ohio State out of high school, and they never played a down. So let's think about that, too. You never know really how this guy is going to pan out. Well, I, I think that a quarterback is, is is all about his infrastructure. I think quarterbacks can start as true freshmen now because they're so much more advanced than they were even 10 years ago with the private coaching, with round you know year-round training, with seven-on-seven. Seven. These guys are – like Caleb Williams started as a true freshman at Oklahoma – uh, moved on to SC, won the Heisman as a true sophomore. You know, when we played, that didn't happen. You didn't see the, uh, you didn't see the guys um, do that quite as much. And for whatever reason, it was, uh, it was something. You know, camera bugged. Uh, for for whatever reason, it just was a lot harder for it to to happen because you know there there just wasn't as much development. There wasn't as much personal training. There wasn't as much uh, year round strength training. Um, you know, and these guys all have Quarter, personal quarterback coaches, clinics, all that stuff, man. Yeah, quarterback coaches, agents. You know, I mean, it's just the game, especially at the quarterback position. There's so much money on the line at the quarterback position because you got to get in, you got to get rolling. I think what Quinn Ewers did, leaving high school year early, starting his eligibility clock. You know, he shredded Alabama as a freshman. 
Uh, I think they're going to get some guys at the portal. I think they're going to build that lineup. You know, he's yeah, he's going to lose Bijan and his, his receiver, but, you know, he's going to be going pro after next year as a 20-year-old. You know, so if he does well, he's a free agent at 24, 25. So that's huge when you're a quarterback. And again, when you're a quarterback, you don't have to you don't have to win. You don't have to be, you know, some you know, some national champion Heisman winner. Like like Josh Allen is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and and he was like 4 and 8 his senior year at Wyoming. It's terrible. Uh Jalen Hurts had to leave Alabama to start at Oklahoma. He's going to win the MVP this year. Joe Burrow had to leave Ohio State to go to LSU. And his fourth year, he was not good at LSU. Nobody thought he was hoping to be a seventh-round pick camp arm going into his senior year. Then he took a limitless pill, and he became the greatest college quarterback who ever lived. Um, you know, so, uh, again, you just have to play. You know, Joe Flacco couldn't beat out Tyler Palco and went to Delaware, and, you know, he's still playing. I mean, he's like, he's like you know, 16, 17 years in. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where you just got to get on the field and play. And, you know, I think Matt Rule, uh, for as much as people dog about about his NFL program and the Carolina Panthers and and whatever, where he never had a quarterback. You know, he was Cam Newton at the end of his end of his tenure, uh, Darnold, Baker, Mayfield. You know, he never had like the guy. And in the NFL, you need a quarterback to be great. That's the only way you can. You know, if you're, if you're going to be able to get like look at the Bengals, they had Joe Burrow. They're one of the best teams in the AFC. Look at the top of the AFC. You got Jalen Hurts. You got Josh Allen. Um, that's what you need to be successful in, you know, in the NFL. And, you know, in college, you look at Matt Roll, his reclamation projects at Temple, turned them from complete, you know, 1-11-ish to winning their conference. Baylor, you know, turned them around in a huge way before he was off to, to Carolina to make a fortune because they never threw the had bat. a quarterback drafted though. Uh, Henry California saying uh, Matt rule never had a quarterback drafted. Yeah. I mean, but you know, you can have quarterbacks that are that, that work in, in college that aren't NFL. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Guys. Like, I mean, like we won, I mean, JC Barrett won three silver footballs. He didn't get drafted. You know, Troy Smith was like a six round pick and he's one of the best players in Ohio State history. It's, you know, I mean, in college, it's kind of like where there's a real, like Christian Leitner was an incredible college basketball player that didn't, he didn't turn into Tim Duncan in the NBA. So there's some guys that, you nice know, at, what's up? Had a nice career though. Stuck around the league for about 15 years. I well, yeah, so, even, I mean, so, so, so did Drew Stanton. Drew Stanton played like 16 years in the league and like, that doesn't mean that he he was like all world whatever, but you know, Chad Henney was hitting snaps last year, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, Chad Henney was a second round pick, but I mean, you know, like there's guys that are undrafted that 
stick around. I mean, look at Brock Purdy. I mean, he's Matt Campbell's boy, and he's the last pick of the draft. And he's going to end up playing 15 years in the league off of this one year where he's, he's really doing good for the 49ers. But I think, you know, with, with Rule, you know, I, I think it uh, – it's funny. People say – you know, I, I get he wasn't great in Carolina, but, you know, there's guys that aren't great in the NFL that could come back to college, build a program. And, again – it's never been easier to build a program than it is right now. Cause you have the NIL, you have transfer portal. I mean, like Lincoln Riley, I mean, you gotta remember how bad USC was when they, when they fired everybody and they went out and threw the bag at Lincoln Riley, Lincoln took like 30 guys in the portal, cleaned up the bottom of that roster, took a ton of, of a freshman, you know, and, and he's going to churn the bottom of that roster. Just like you do like a bad NFL team. Like you look at a bad NFL team, they churn the bottom of their roster constantly, trying to find guys that can play, and that's how you can you can do it in college now. And and I think like you know Matt Rule with the amount of money, and and again I know it's not South Beach or AM, but there's money in Nebraska. I mean Warren Buffett was in Nebraska. There's a lot of alums there that are really wealthy, and I know I know two of them. A lot them. of corn out there, man. They sell a lot of corn in Nebraska. Shit, they sell a lot of trucks. They sell all kinds of stuff. I mean, like again, Warren Buffett, one of the richest men on earth, lives in you know in in Omaha, so it's like. You know, he's a big Nebraska fan. So, I don't know. I think it, it can happen. Um, but the things I don't worry about with with quarterbacks and Ryan Day is, you know, you can go get a guy who's a star in the MAC or a star in the SEC. And, you know, those guys are always going to be moving and looking to better their situation. And there's no better situation over the next three to four years than Ohio State. Because, again, we've got, like, next year, if I'm, if I'm Drake May at North Carolina – and I see that I could throw it to Marvin Harrison Jr. And I know obviously he's a, he's a he's a, a legacy at Carolina. It's not going to happen. But if I throw it to Marvin Harrison in a Mecca and have Ryan Day coaching me, and he's had Dwayne, Justin, CJ all go you know high first round, you got. I mean, if I'm a quarterback, I'm considering that because again, you're a product of your infrastructure most of the time. Your life's always easier when you have better players around you. And I think that's the thing about when you're at Ohio State, the way that Brian Hartland recruits wide receivers. Because, um, again, like, you know, you say, oh, you're going to lose Marvin and Emeka for you. But, yeah, then you're going to have Tate and Ennis ready to go. J.J. Smith's going to come in as a freshman. He'll start as a freshman because he's that good. He'll be the number one player maybe in the entire country. The only guy who's higher than him is Dylan. Um, and if they reshuffle the ranks, he could take the number one spot because J.J. is really, really good. But um, I don't know. It's just like I, I don't worry about losing kids as much anymore because the portal – is the ultimate weapon when it comes to securing a free agent, securing a, a really good Mac player who could play in the big 10. You know, you look at Ivan Pace from Cincinnati who came from, I think was it Miami of Ohio went to Cincinnati. He was the first unanimous all American in Cincinnati Bearcat history as a linebacker. He just started at Ohio state this year if we had gotten him. So I don't know, TJ, your thoughts on, you know, how much does recruiting matter anymore? Because when a kid can leave or, a kid, you know, like when, when is our age? I was like, you know, coming as a freshman, sophomore. Okay, we got Shane Olivier in front of me. Sit for a year, wait my turn, go start, whatever. Or you know, BB or Sapanovich, whoever. And then after that, it's cleared out and go. Now, a coach could go out and recruit a, a, an all-American guard and and slide him into your spot if he doesn't think you're good enough. Or he could go out and recruit. I mean, that's I mean, Ohio State just hosted three offensive linemen over the weekend. Um, you, you know, I mean, they're, they're trying to find tackles for next year. And, you know, there's guys that are waiting around trying to figure out if they're going to be the starters next year. 
probably working towards that, you know, and, and they're out getting guys that are your age. What would your reaction have been, you know, if they brought in a third year sophomore guard who was all Pac-12 or all, you know, all water, all Mac, whatever, all Big Ten, and, and they brought him in to try to replace you and he's your age? Let's say, hey, you better step your game up, son. You know, Seven Deuce is bringing it all the time. No, uh-huh. honestly, Kirk, I mean, t- to me, I-, I think back at my recruiting process coming out of high school, and I probably could have been a guy that maybe would have went to Kent State or Bowling Green. Actually, my first scholarship I was ever offered was from Urban Meyer when he was at Bowling Green. So I could have gone to a, a, a Mac school and potentially started three or four years there and to now think that you go there and you start a year or two and, hey, I can just up and transfer out, maybe go look to play at USC or Bama or Georgia, one of these you know big-time premier schools in the country, that just – it changes the entire landscape. I think this makes it way harder on coaches now. You know, you have so much more to look at. But, I mean, that's great, but it's just more time-consuming. It's, it's, it's a larger job. It's a larger group of guys that you have to sift through their skill set. I mean, it almost feels like – you're more of like a NFL scout. So, but no, I, uh, I think it's a good point. You know, when you're the hardest part for me is like when you're coaching is that you have to deal with these kids that are, uh, you know, how hard can you coach a kid when you know that he can take off immediately? You know, it, uh, I don't know. It just, it's weird to me when you've got a, uh, you've got a situation where guys are, um, I don't know. Like, can you really get after a kid if you know that he can leave immediately? You know? No. I mean, it changes the way you coach, man. I mean, you got to be softer on guys, and and that's not good, especially up front in the trenches. I mean, if you're worried about, you know, hurting somebody's feelings, this is the wrong game to be in. And it just goes to show you the landscape and how it's changed. So, for me, I would hate to be a coach. I would hate to be a defensive coach right now just because of how they call things with the targeting. I mean, it's just – you know, I, I constantly go back to the Clemson game and when Trevor Lawrence just kind of, you know, cowered down and it almost was like he he worked himself into that helmet-to-helmet shot, you know. And there's there's so many different things that we can look at now that have kind of made this game softer. The, it just made it more different than from what we played in and the landscape we played in. But to me, it's more of a technical game now and it's not as much of the tough-ass, nasty attitude from guys. And I think you're taken away from it. It's become... Uh, it's become more patty cake, and I think they're they're too quick to call flags, and there's too you're you're too quick to call home to mommy because uh, the offensive line coach or the linebacker coach chewed your ass out today because you didn't get the job done. That's part of the deal, man. Yeah, I think that that's one of the hardest things now for coaches is that they can't get after kids anymore. Now it's more like, okay, we're in this together, and I mean, there's again and again the weird dynamic, and this is how it is now, but like there's players that make more than coaches now on the, on the college team, which is like, is this, it's crazy, but that's just how it is. Like, you know, when guys are rolling up in Bentleys and G wagons and the coaches are rolling up in, you know, for, you know, and, and these coaches make a fortune compared to when we were played, which again, that was, that wasn't that long ago, but like, you know, Jim Bowman, his last year at Ohio state made 350 grand. That's what the special teams guy makes now. So it's like, you know, court coordinators are making 2.5 million, yeah, so I mean, literally, the salaries in ten years have gone up eight x, eight times. So it's wow. it's weird. And again, like, you know, is that part of it? Like, does the bubble ever burst? I don't know. The TV contracts keep going up. 
playoffs expand. You know, like at some point, like you got to just pay the you got to pay the players because like when we played, like we didn't have to play in a conference championship game. We didn't have to play in two playoff games. Like we didn't have to play in now. It's going to be three playoff games potentially. So now you're going to have these kids play at a conference championship, and then they're going to play in a 12 game playoff where they have to play. You know, three rounds potentially. You know, if you're a, a lower seed and you get to play in the, that opening round, you don't get to buy. Dude, then you're then you're you know, you're you got to run th- the table and play three straight games to win a national title. So, I mean, that season is you're looking at thirteen, you're looking at a sixteen game season in college, you know. So it's like at some point it's because we're paying the guys and the cartel is going to die. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I'm uh I'm excited to see what Ryan Day can do at quarterback. I think that the hardest part about recruiting quarterbacks now is that you have to jump into bed with these kids so fast because. You got to like, you got to offer them when they're sophomores or else you're not going to be in the game for them. Cause they commit when they're sophomores going into their junior year. And you know, if you jump in with a kid, like you did Dylan Rayola and you don't recruit anybody else, because when you get a guy like Dylan Rayola, you can't talk to anybody else. You can't keep anybody else warm because it's like a marriage. Like you say, okay, I'm taking one quarterback. That's it. It's over. Uh, what are you going to do in the 20, uh, 23 class? Uh, we're just going to kind of take like a placeholder kind of guy. We're not going to go after a showstop. We're not going to go after Malachi Nelson. So, okay, not going to go in the portal, whatever. And then, you know, you get to that that 24 class and you're like, okay, we got Dylan. So he's going to scare off all the kids in the 23 class. But then Dylan bails on you. It's just, it's hard. And, and again, like, you know, you put the coaches in a tough situation because, you know, they have a word. Dylan has a word. But, you know, if, if Ryan Day was out shopping in the portal for a 23 kid that, to compete for next year, screw it. I mean, you, you kind of have to because Ryan Day's job's on the line next year. You know, and I know people think that's nuts, but like, you know, you lose to Michigan three straight years, man. That's a, that's a tough gig. I mean, he's going to go up to Ann Arbor next year. Ann Arbor just got three new O-linemen in their, in their transfer portal class. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's... You know, winning in Ann Arbor is hard. I mean, it's really, really hard. And it's like, last time we were there, we got waxed. So, I mean, it's going to be a big year for us. So, if I'm Ryan, I'm like, screw it. I mean, I, I might not be here in 24. I got to go get me a quarterback. So, I might have to call Drake May. I might have to call, see if there's a superstar out there that wants to come through it to Marvin and Emeka. Because, again, you know, you got Trey Henderson, Marvin, and Emeka, which is the best trio of skill guys you could ever dream of in college football. And, you know, if you're Ryan, like... I'd call Drake May. Screw it. He's only going to be there for one year. He won't intercept Dylan Rayola at all because um, Dylan will come in as a freshman. But the problem is, is if you do that, you're going to lose Devin Brown. You're going to lose Kyle McCord. So it's this. it's like it literally is like diffusing a bomb or tap dancing on a minefield when you have this quarterback juggling competition where you're just like, God, who do I, you know, I mean, are, are, is Devin Brown a comic quarterback? Are they good enough? to win us a national championship next year as first year guys, or do I go get a guy yeah, who's experienced? Yeah, yeah, they are. And I mean, don't you want to give first sniff to Kyle McCord just because he's already been throwing balls to these guys in practice. You know, he's already been running reps with these guys that are going to be coming back that are supposed to be this trio of, of, of badass wide receivers. I want Kyle McCord, the guy who's probably got the best gel, the best uh, uh, feel and vibe with these guys. He's been around him in the locker room. He's been in the huddle with them. You, you know, um, it's it's tough to say how a quarterback is going to pan out until they're actually thrown in the fire. You know, I, I, I think back at what Terrell Pryor did and Terrell 
you know, he just, he came out on fire and everybody's like, oh my gosh, it's just always going to be sunshine and rainbows. And I'm like, no, 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 wait, just hold on a second because eventually you're going to have a game where it's going to hit you and you're going to find out that you're playing primetime division one college football. And when he went up to Purdue, he got bit. That was the first time we found out that Terrell Pryor was not invincible. Um, and, and somebody even men- mentioned on the comment uh, chat line over here about Craig Krenzel. How many people thought that Justin Zwick was going to come in there and start as a true freshman? I mean, they're saying just in time and nobody even thought about Troy Smith. I mean, he was the 25th dude that we signed in our recruiting class and he came in as an athlete. So he wasn't even listed as a quarterback, but people are talking about Justin's going to come in start as a true freshman. You know, Craig Krenzel sat there and said, I know these guys in this locker room. I know my capabilities. I know what I can do. And he beat out Scott McMullen and Scott McMullen was a really good quarterback as well. But Craig Krenzel kind of caught everybody off guard, and look what he did. So who's to say that Kyle McCord doesn't come in there next year and do some Craig Krenzel-type shit? I mean, it could happen. Oh, I mean, anything can happen. Like, that's the thing about college football is, like, again, but, you know, if if something – so something happened that made Dylan flip from being the lead recruiter in the class to all of the sudden being out of the class. So – Whatever it was, there's some break in trust or there's some change in circumstance, you know, whatever it was. But, you know, with Ryan's history and, and how aggressive he is in the portal, especially at quarterback, you know, he goes out and gets Justin Fields. Because again, he knew Tate Martell. He knew the guys that were on that roster. And he said, you know what? We can't win with these guys. I got to go get Justin Fields. So when I got Justin Fields, two years, you know, first round pick, fan, you know, fantastic, one of the top tier three quarterbacks in school history, um, has CJ lined up. Uh, before last year, you know, he's going after Malik Willis, you know, ended up being uh, like a third round pick. It was projected to be a first round pick. Uh, didn't have a great um, postseason after he uh, he declared for the draft. Uh, you know, that was a guy that, but Ryan went after him because he had four freshmen in the room. He needed a veteran. You know, at Ohio State, you can't, you can't just wait around for a freshman to figure it out. You know, thankfully CJ, you know, he, he did and he had, you know, maybe the best receiving core we've ever had with Garrett, Olave, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Marvin. Um, it's just a, a, a gross amount of talent. Emeka. I mean, th- those are our five wide receivers. Those guys could literally all be first round picks. Um, and then from there, you know, you, you get to this year, you got CJ, uh, you know, they, they, they tried to start the clock early on Quinn. They wanted to get Quinn Ewers in uh, to get him ready to go just in case he was better than CJ. Cause I don't think they were sold on CJ going into camp. Uh, so they got Quinn in there. He, you know, again, they had him, he graduated early. He started learning the plays and all that, but you know, again, like when CJ ends up being a Heisman finalist as a redshirt freshman, you know, Quinn's not going to wait around for two years to, to play. And again, he shouldn't, he, I mean, in college football, if you're a quarterback, you just got to go throw the ball somewhere. Trey Lance went before Justin Fields and he was playing at North Dakota state. So, I mean, you don't, he went third overall in the draft. So you, you have to throw the ball somewhere to somebody to get evaluated and to go three and out. So Quinn took off, went to Texas. He's the, the bona fide started there for another year. Um, then, you know, Arch will take over after next year. Um, and then, you know, CJ's out after this year. So you got McCord and Devin Brown battling, uh, you know, Lincoln's going to get here when he gets here. I'm not sure he's going to be an early entry. I hope, I hope he's an early entry um but i could just see ryan sift around the portal for next year because look man next year is a make or break year for ryan and and it's hard to say that he just signed a big extension but you know i mean we got a tough schedule next year we got to play at notre dame 
we've got Wisconsin at Wisconsin and we've got Michigan at Michigan. So, I mean, that's, you know, and, and we only have six home games. Like this year we had eight home games. This year was kind of set up to be the year for success and the year for, for the big push, because we had the quarterback coming back, uh, all the momentum against Michigan. Cause we got, you know, we got waxed by them, but they lost Aiden Hutchinson, had him at home. So new coordinator, uh, and it fell apart. But the, the amazing thing is, is we still have a chance to win a national championship. We have a chance yeah. to be the great, I mean, literally this team could literally go down as the greatest team in Ohio state history, which it sounds stupid to even say that after they lost to Michigan. But look, if these guys beat Georgia and then they go to Los Angeles and they beat Michigan for the national title. Survivor 46 is here. And so is on fire. The only official survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. They have to be the greatest team in school history. Or I mean, TCU. Or TCU. I mean, whoever. I mean, but it's like, it's just the way the, you know, if the stars are aligned right and we can go down to Georgia and get the Bulldogs and then we see Michigan, I mean, that would be, you know, the ultimate FU to everybody that's down of this team. And, and, and those guys are, you know, they're all, their minds all on Georgia. And again, that's going to be just a monumentally tough task because Georgia is no joke. They're fantastic. But you know, you gotta, you gotta go day by day. And again, the crazy thing is that game's in 14 days. That's in two weeks, which is, you know, it's just weird. Cause like, you just feel like, you know, the, the big 10 championship game, just all the championships and they just picked it. But you know, these, these coaches, they have to go recruit because of the early signing day. So they're not just hanging out at the, what do you have in bowl practice every day? Like in the olden days when we, when we played, like these coaches are out on the road, hollering, you know, hollering at these kids. Cause they have signing day on Wednesday. Like, we didn't sign until the middle of February. So, you know, they had all wow. kinds of time in January to go out and chill and go see the players and whatever. But now these guys are doing, they're burying it at both ends. Um, TJ, that was a long, long-winded vibe. But would this team be the best team in school history if they beat Georgia and Michigan and won national title? No. Even if they beat TCU and win a national title, they won't be the best team in school history. But what I will say, first off, um, is, you know, maybe maybe the Buckeyes can take Charlie Daniels down there with the man. The devil went down to Georgia. You got to go down there and get it done, you know. Anything is possible. Um, if they play the way they did in the second half against Michigan, you're going to get smoked. So hopefully here over the last couple of weeks they figured some things out, and here over the next two weeks they'll continue to tighten things up. One thing I will mention, uh, our guy Dr. Scott614 on here talked about too on, uh, on the comment. You want to know what happened with Dylan? Um, nobody knows the real story unless you ask Coach Day or you ask Dylan himself. But I think it's probably safe to say that now with the NIL landscape, it was financially motivated. I mean, you talk about coaches going out here on recruiting trips now. 
I mean, are they, they should be driving a Brinks truck because it's all about who can come up with the most paper. You know, it's, it's, that's the ball game that we are playing in now. I mean, Kirk, you're coming out of Perry high school um, and Warren Buffett hits you up and says, come play for uh, Texas El Paso and we'll give you three mil. You going, or are you going to Ohio state? Yeah, I mean, it's this I have to running back. I have to Mark Fletcher. Mark Fletcher got three million dollars. He got seven hundred fifty thousand dollars up front mm. to flip from Ohio State to Florida. So, you know, I mean, if I say if I if I can get my mom three million dollars to play for the Florida Gators, absolutely, I'm going there. I wouldn't even remember where Ohio State was. And I think any other kid who's trying to take care of their family is going to do the same thing. And again, that's. It's sad, but you know, and, and I hate talking about NIL, but like, dude, you can change your mom's life. You know, I mean, you can pay her house off. You can, you know, give her a little stipend. I mean, hell, it's just, it's just crazy. And and there's kids that are getting the quarterbacks are getting five, ten million. You know, so I mean, and again, people say, well, it's not a lot of money. Well, I mean, it is to to me. I think ten million dollars is a lot of money. It's a shitload of money. But that's just the thing that you know is is part of the gig now. Where you know, when when you look at these. Uh, you look at these crazy numbers that are being thrown around by some of these schools like Florida, by Miami, by AM, like that's you gotta compete with that. And, and again, not every kid's getting an NIL check. I mean, in, in fact, I'd say ninety-eight percent of them aren't getting NIL money. But you know, the top two percent, if it's a quarterback, because again, like if I'm Nebraska and I'm Matt Rule, and if there's anything I can do to change the trajectory and the excitement of this program and the donor base and fundraising, it's landing Dylan rail. Now, most of the time, like a legacy offensive lineman, isn't going to spit out uh, a generational quarterback, but this just happened to happen. Like the, you know, the stars aligned and this kid is, you know, he's really good. And now is he, are we going to die if we don't get him? No, we, we never do. I mean, no, there's no, there's never been a, a, a recruit or a player that's graduated or gone pro that we haven't replaced in the history of Ohio State. Ohio State is like a giant, it's a juggernaut of a program that just keeps moving forward. Doesn't matter who we lose. Doesn't matter if we lose Terrell Pryor. Doesn't matter if we lose Dwayne Haskins. If we lose Dwayne Haskins, we get Justin Fields. If we lose Justin Fields, we get CJ Stroud. If we lose CJ Stroud, we'll have somebody who's really good. So life will be fine. Know this if we wouldn't have had Maurice Claret in 2002, we wouldn't have won a national championship. Yeah, but but that team was you know and that was a really good team, but I mean, you it was know, a great team, man. But it was a great team, but we don't win with Mo Hall and Lydell Ross at tailback. Just saying, I agree. Well, if we would have lost Maurice Claret in this landscape with the NIL, if somebody would have came and pulled Maurice Claret away from us, I think that I mean, think about what that can change for a team. I mean, that potentially takes a national championship off of the table. So. I mean, what, what we're seeing now is just, it's, yeah, Mike Dawson, man, Brad, yeah, that defense, you talk about maybe the greatest defense ever. Oof, that was a nasty defense. But again, I still don't think that you can consider this team if they win the national championship this year. I don't know if I say that they're the best team in Ohio State history. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, if they, beat, if they beat Georgia and Michigan in the national championship, I mean, that would be as impressive of a stretch i mean even if they don't win the big 10 obviously they can't win the big 10 but it, i don't know i i think that if if they do that uh who else would be in the discussion the o2 team went undefeated only 14 and 0 um, 1968 team 68 team obviously that's probably the great that is the greatest ohio state team of all time um 
14 is probably behind 68 no two i'd imagine um but i don't know man it's so, like if you, it's if you think about what we were talking about the other night that if we had to beat florida we would have probably gone down as the greatest team in college football history yeah I mean, again, I mean, I don't think. I mean, we're not going to be above the O one Miami team. There's no way. But you know, I I think if you do it, hey man, you, hey Ed Reed, we'd have taken Ed Reed down, man. Oh my God, those guys would have killed us. Are you kidding me? No. The O six Florida Gators beat us. And what would the O one Miami Hurricanes have done? I mean, who's going to cover Shockey? <laughs> Nobody. Uh, <laughs> hey, James Laurinaitis, B Mitch. Yeah. Come on. Um, but I, I think, uh, you know, some quarterback names that you could look at for these guys to go after. Again, with Ryan, you know, y- you go get these guys and whatever. But, I mean, there's no guarantee any of these guys are ever going to play because he might go out and get a, a superstar, you know, who, who's been all-conference or who's been an All-American. Again, like, like you look at Caleb Williams, this on the Heisman. He was a transfer portal guy. So, I mean, that's going to happen. Again, I just – Ryan's aggression with quarterbacks – He's not going to stand still if that room isn't where he wants it. You know, he's not going to just say, oh, well, hopefully, you know, Kyle McCord or Devin Brown can get it done. So I don't know. I just sometimes I think that the quarterback that's going to play for us is not on the roster yet. I'm not saying that for next year, but I could definitely see that for the following year if if one of those guys doesn't get it done. Uh, and again, like if I'm a quarterback and I can walk into an advantageous situation with Brandon Ennis, Cardell Tate, J.J. Smith, uh, Brian Hartline coaching the receivers, you know, if he's still here, I think, because that's the thing is like, you know, with a position coach, I mean, come on, at some point they're going to be a coordinator. At some point they're going to be a head coach. Uh, You know, there's Brian's of the age where there's a lot of young offensive gurus that are head coaches that are Brian's age. I mean, Brian's not, he's young, but he's not that young. He's 30, 36. So, I mean, Lincoln Raleigh is a head coach and he's 34. So it's, you know, it's not it's not unheard of for a guy to to, to go and, and run a show, but uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, TJ, uh, what are your thoughts going forward? You know, we're two weeks out from Georgia. How are you feeling about the game? Uh, your boy Jaden Ballard is being featured a lot right now in practice. Um, they're getting him the ball on some some horizontal stuff, some jet sweeps, uh, some stuff where I think that he's finally feeling healthier, which is great. Um, but what are your thoughts two weeks out from the Georgia game? Obviously, we're going to be doing these every day. We're going to get reports every day. Uh, but how are you feeling heading into Georgia? Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Uh, I, I think I'm on the fence here, and um, I, I do apologize, but after, I'm going to answer this for you here, and i got to wrap up. i got to head upstairs here and take care of the little one for the rest of the evening. I know we got a bunch of people rolling with us here on the stream, man. I appreciate everybody shooting some love over to me as well, uh, talking about some of these things. He said uh, they, they like my new sponsor, Labatt, so I'm going to keep, <laughs> I'm gonna keep bringing that around. Um, no, I will tell you that uh, – of course, I want the Ohio State Buckeyes to win. Um, I, I believe in them. I believe they have the capability to get it done. If I'm removing my heart from the equation, and I'm a betting man, uh, at six and a half points, I'm taking. I think Georgia beats them by a touchdown. So you know, if I if I'm if I'm putting the uh, uh, the the deed to my house up on uh, a sports bet here, I'm taking Georgia. You know, I, I think they still are a, a touchdown to two touchdowns better than the Ohio State Buckeyes. And I'm basing a lot of that off of not only what I saw all season, but those final two quarters of play against the Michigan Wolverines. Now, again, you've had some time to get things figured out. Um, 
whatever wrinkles they do, I think they are going to have to go down to Georgia and pull out all the stops, whether that means Jaden Ballard on a jet or a reverse, whatever it may be. Personally, as I've talked uh, with, with our guy Ryan McClincy on some of our podcasts, you just got to continue to find a, a way to get the ball into Marvin Harrison Jr.'s hands. He is the guy. Establish the run game early. I don't know who that's going to feature. I hope it's still a little bit of Chip Trainum. I think Dallin Hayden deserves to get some reps. And who's to say uh, what's going on with the other two cats, Mayan Williams and, and, and Henderson? Do they come back and get some as well? But for me, as it sits right now, I want the Buckeyes to win. I will always pull for the Scarlet and Gray. I bleed Scarlet and Gray. But if I'm putting my house up on this thing, I'm taking the Georgia Bulldogs. At least they're they're still a a, a seven to fourteen point better football team than the Ohio State Buckeyes. Is that an? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Emotional hedge where it's like if Ohio State wins, you're happy, but if Georgia wins, you get to keep your house. I'm just saying, if I'm putting money on the line, that's that's just where I'm leaning. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like where Ohio. I, you, you can't sit here, Kirk, and tell me that, you know, the Georgia is just on paper, they are better. Yeah, I mean, they're undefeated. They won the SEC, they're the returning. Champions. Stetson Bennett won yeah. a national title last year as quarterback. Uh, it's in Georgia. There's a lot of stuff going on. But at the same token, like, you know, these guys, you know, we can throw the ball. You know, we got to block them. But again, you know, we have good pass blocking tackles in DeLon and PJ. So that gives me hope. Emeka, Jaden. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to throw it deep on them. I really do. I mean, their last game that these guys played, they gave up 500 yards in the air. It's a lot of yardage. You know, so and I know that you know, they were ahead and whatever, and you can say it's garbage yards, but 500 is a lot of yards. It's a lot. And and Bama, when they played them in the SEC Championship last year, threw it deep on them. They threw it all over them. You know, they had JMO. And again, the only guy that we have that can run like JMO is Jaden Ballard. So I think just from what I've heard in practice, we're going to be throwing it deep. And that's the thing that I'm really excited about because that changes everything. When you get away from these bubble screens and some of these little short things that we like to do, and you get into the deep shots. I think that's the way you got to do it. Well, uh, TJ, you're going to wrap this thing up. I'll let you go. Appreciate you coming on tonight, big hey, dog. Maybe, maybe, maybe Jaden Ballard will uh, do a uh, a la Devin Smith. You know, rep a little masculine tiger love out there. Throw that deep ball. See what we can do. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, that's what we did against Bama. I mean, Bama had Jonathan Allen, who's you know a hundred million dollar defensive tackle in the middle, and those guys are hard to block. So. We, you know, the, the long runs that we got, Ezekiel's 85-yard run, that was a buck sweep. We ran the old Perry Buck sweep to the sideline, and 
Evan Spencer cracked two guys and you know, it was just a magical play because Billy Price didn't even block anybody and, and we went 85 sure. yards to the house. So, you know, if you want to run right into the teeth of it, go ahead. I think it's stupid, but you get out on the edge, wear them out a little bit, go hurry up. Don't let the guys rotate because they got a really deep D line, but it's not as deep if they don't get to rotate. They're going to get real tired. So I think that's the, uh, that's the magic recipe. So um, any final words, TJ? I don't want to keep you from uh, taking care of your kid, yeah. but. Hey, hey, is that did that buck sweep look like uh, Zach Slates and uh, Kirk Barton pulling around, or uh, maybe maybe it was Josh Boyd? It was somebody. Around there, I was man. playing tight end, so I didn't get to pull very much. You you, you were so, gapping, man. No, uh, uh, hey, just some final thoughts, man. As as always, it's uh, go Bucks, man. You know, I'll, I'll always I'll always rep Ohio State till the day I die, man. Um, I hope they go down there and get it done. Find a way to win. Do what you got to do. Make sure that your your mindset is. A little bit more intensified than what it was in the second half against the Wolverines. I think you'll be all right. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, uh, to wrap this thing up, appreciate you guys as always. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. This is a great stream. We uh, really appreciate you. It's a Sunday nighter. Um, we're gonna have Bill the Bank Green. He gets back tomorrow night. Uh, we're gonna have Nevada Buck on tomorrow. Um, both those guys are traveling this weekend, so you've seen a lot of me, which some of you guys like, some of you guys hate, whatever. But I appreciate you guys as always. Um, love the questions. If you could hit that like button, that's huge for us. Appreciate you guys as always. Um, again, we're on Buckeye Scoop nonstop. We had a great inside information nugget on what's going on in practice. Some really, really good stuff. It is, it's nasty. You know, these kids got embarrassed, man. And it's hard when you're a player that's prideful and you get embarrassed and it's humiliated. You know, you can either roll over and die or you can fight back. And there have been a lot of fights in practice, a lot, which is good. That's music to my ears. When people say Saturday, there were multiple fights between the linemen. That makes me very happy because it means that these guys aren't just BSing around, taking it easy in practice. These guys are you know, kind of chopping at the bit. Cause again, when you get pushed around and humiliated, like they did against Michigan, yeah, we get some tough guys on like some legit tough guys. There's some fake tough guys, but we got a lot of real tough guys and they're not going to take client. And, and Ryan has been juiced up. Jim Knowles has been out of his mind. Like the exorcist is what the quote was that I got. So, you know, and again, does that mean anything? We'll see. But I mean, you know, coming off a loss underdog going to Georgia chance to right the wrongs chance to save the season i like it you know i like i like that a lot more than being the favorite i like that one more than everybody you know giving you adulation i like that these guys were beat on pretty significantly by uh the national media by our own fan base by everybody because you know that michigan game was unacceptable but these guys have a chance to right the wrong so i'm super excited about it I'm heading on to BuckeyeScoop.com. If you guys have not joined BuckeyeScoop.com, I really suggest it. It is a blast. Uh, super, super, super active thread, super active message board. Um, appreciate you guys. A lot of access, a lot of inside stuff. Um, Bankering has been killing it lately. Uh, so I think you guys will really enjoy it. So with that being said, I appreciate you guys. I hope you guys have a great rest of your night. Uh, we are getting close, guys. Really close. I can't believe that we're almost to Christmas. And after that, you'll blink and they'll be kicking the ball off in the Mercedes-Benz Dome for the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. So I hope you guys have a great night. Appreciate you guys tuning into this. Leave us a like. Uh, subscribe if you guys have not. That's always huge for us. Um, and subscribe to Buckeye Scoop. It's a great Christmas gift. If you don't know what to get somebody, we have a gift option now. It's a fantastic thing. If you know someone who's a diehard Buckeye fan, they want to 
talk to diehard Buckeye fans. They want to talk to the insiders. Give us a shot. I think you guys would love it because once people show up, man, they never leave. They just love it to death. And uh, I get a lot of compliments on it. And I appreciate you guys that leave us with those. So you guys have a great rest of your night. Go Bucks. Uh, appreciate you, Buckeye Nation. And thank you so much, Scoop family. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a nice night. Beat the Bulldogs. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.